Welcome to WMUC-FM, where college radio is good radio. You're listening to A Lot to Unpack. This is Josh the Fluid, and we are going to start off our session with Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie.
All right. Welcome back. Um, so this week at WMUC, we have this really fun, exciting thing um, where we are training new DJs. So in the studio today, I have some new DJs. We're going to try out some of these mics. We're not sure if they work, but um, let's give it a go. Hi, this is Grace Goodman. Awesome. Hello, this is Dustin. Hello. Hey, this is Varna. All right. So we have our three trainees here. Super excited to have them. Um, so I don't know if you guys could really guess what the theme of today's show is, but um, if you heard in the news, we've had a some some really like landmark stuff uh, being talked about in our Supreme Court. Uh, basically, they uh, listened and heard today arguments about um, whether or not you can discriminate against someone's gender presentation um, in the workplace, right? So uh, the case that kind of was brought up with that was that someone was fired, um, I believe, in Louisiana um, for not being... Um, she they they weren't just they they just weren't the right type of person you know like they wanted to be more masculine and and that's kind of thing you know like if you tell a woman oh well you're you're too you're too masculine so we're going to fire you right that affects all of us not just the trans and lgbt community so it is it's very important to talk about um for our trainees do you guys have anything that you'd want to talk about um, any two cents about maybe how you feel about this in particular or just trans rights in general? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think this is a very important case that's being brought up to the Supreme Court because it not only uh, affects those people that are immediately involved in that community, but also affects anyone that uh, is gender fluid, stuff like that. Someone that identifies as something um, that is not necessarily fitting within what a company deems appropriate. What rights does a company have over an individual's right to, like, expression? How does one define someone that fits into it? Does a company have that right to define what someone can identify or present themselves at? Like, where's that line? And I think that's very important, not only for people that identify in the trans community, but for anyone that decides to put on whatever clothing they want. I mean, clothing identification is it not like gendered like you own those you own those clothing like you purchased that dress I purchased that dress that is my dress it's not a female's dress it's Dustin's dress so <laughs> yep. I think that I think I think identifying where those lines are and making sure that a company um, respects those rights is important and I think it's something that we need to address definitely definitely and I think this is really important for the future because this the decision of this case is going to be used as a precedent for other cases and so how they decide this case will affect how they decide other cases in the future. So I think that yep. it's really important for this um, rights activ activist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Laverne Cox was actually there. Um, and I feel like she's been spearheading, like, I guess, getting the word out about all of it because there are a lot of people like who aren't um, who aren't really paying attention, you know, and, and it's like, we can't just have like random lawyers from the ACLU being like, hey, pay attention to this uh, because most people aren't really looking at them um, in like mainstream media and everything. But uh, she definitely she was there. You know, she spoke like 
with the protesters and everything. Um, so that was really cool. And yeah, law, if anyone knows anything about law, it's basically all precedent. Like we, we have laws, they're written down, um, but they don't necessarily mean anything until they're used in a courtroom. Um, because as soon as they're used in a courtroom, then that judge who says, oh yeah, we're going to do it this way, that's now the rule everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that all has to, that's chalked up to like interpretation for the most part. So mm -hmm. super important, like what you were saying, it's going to define how everything else is uh, conducted in the yeah. future. <laughs> um, I think maybe I'm one of those people that haven't paid enough attention to this issue. Um, I think I have like a clarification question. Was yeah, the person yeah. fired for mm -hmm. the way they expressed themselves? Yeah, yeah. So basically, so, they came out as trans, and then okay. their their company just was like, "Oops, sorry." Right. Because I know, Sayonara. like, it's interesting how we like we've worked towards like marriage equality, but there are mm -hmm. so many basic rights that just aren't yep. afforded. And I think a lot of people don't know that like you can be fired for being gay, and that's not protected mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's, that's <laughs> sad that I didn't know. Yeah. About <laughs> um, one of the things that like is also kind of like what you're saying, a basic right. Um, I guess speaking more on Laverne Cox, she mm -hmm. um, brought up the fact that IMBD until like recently had actually required that all of the people on their sites use their birth name. Okay. So so you could have like your birth name and then your your name that you have chosen for yourself in parentheses mm. next to it, right? Like, right. that was what they did, but they didn't have, like... It, La Laverne Cox, hello? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she's, she is who she is. She's been that way for a very long time, you know? And so to to write, like, some random name that isn't hers at all for on her page and, like, accredit all of her work to this random person that none of us have ever heard of, right? right? Like... So it's it's basically, you know, it made it harder for them to get even more visibility, right? Because if you're searching them, it's like, oh, I don't see this page. And then you're like, who is this name? And it's all very confusing. Yeah, when, like, she's credited on, like, shows or movies, mm -hmm. it goes to, like, her name, not her birth name. So it just, I don't know how that makes sense, yep. like, crediting yep. all these amazing accomplishments to someone else. Yep, exactly. Um, so, but that's something that she's been working, like, really hard on. And then um, that's why it was only until recently that they... Uh, started to do it and apparently it's still kind of like not set in stone um so that's something else that we're hoping will change yeah i know that's kind of similar to like the birth marker that you have on your like birth certificate mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i know the process for changing that is really ridiculous and like, yeah difficult and you have very to, like, long show, like proof that you've had surgery which is just like it's none of your business what i have like, yeah down there right yeah like, it definitely like, isn't <laughs> there's like, a lot like a fundamental lack of understanding like the concept mm -hmm. of like being trans and like that identity that I think systems just don't care to like know more about yeah or hear from the actual people who are being affected by it yeah definitely it's more like how they are perceived rather than how they like identify or feel all right well thank you all so much for this little bit we're gonna go on to some more music um up next we have Tafet by Strome. Miller de danser, danse. T'inquiète pas, tu vas danser. Balance, toi, mais tu vas te faire balancer. Défonce, toi, mais tu vas te faire défoncer. Tu aimerais faire. Yeah. 
qui la faute C'est la faute à autrui, hein c'est les autres Toi tu n'as qu'une seule envie hein Tu aimerais faire
Time to party! Woo! You like me, don't you? Well, yeah. So, we like each other, so why not? I like you, but not to. But you want to, don't you? Don't you? Well, maybe. I have protection. Are you worried about... No, it's not that. I just, I just don't know. Guys, times have changed for everyone. I just don't know is not a yes. And when it comes to sex, take maybe as a no. All right. Uh, Well, that was a wonderful PSA on sexual harassment. Um, It's very relevant to what we're talking about today um, because any kind of sexual harassment is also affected by this decision, this court decision. Um, Because say a female or a male comes up to, you know, HR and is like, hey, uh, so-and-so sexually harass me i don't feel comfortable can we have a discussion about this whatever um if they feel like that's uh unladylike or unmanly of you to be complaining about this right like men always get slack flack for like like that's why they don't come out about being sexually harassed is because it's unmanly to complain that someone wanted to have sex or something like that right um, and for women, it's like, oh, now you're a slut and maybe that's not ladylike enough for your company. And so then you get fired. So super important stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> right after, uh, Tafet by Strome, we had Heavy Cross by Gossip. Um, yeah. So kind of bringing the discussion back around a little bit more locally, um, is there anything that you guys have noticed or know about uh, different protections on campus for trans students um, or, I don't know, or just like safe spaces, I guess, is like a big one for college campuses, but safe spaces specifically for people who are of the queer and, sex- and you know, gender fluid community? Um, is that... Anything that you guys have experienced or... I've seen, like, the gender-neutral bathrooms mm-hmm. in all the buildings. And, like, there's usually not one on every single floor, but, mo- like, generally every building will have, like, their own. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that actually uh, was something that was passed by the Senate last year. 
um, a mandate for all buildings to have a gender-neutral bathroom within it. Um, and kind of going along with that, um, they had to open up better access to the gender-neutral bathroom in Epley, um, which I don't know if you even know existed, right? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of hidden away um, on the, the pool floor. Um, and it's like a lot of the people who work there use it because it's the, um, it's like a gender neutral locker room. Right. And so everyone who works there, like they're not just male, they're not just female. Right. Um, so they just kind of use it, but then there are students who will come to use the facility. And then if they don't feel like comfortable being in either the male or the female restrooms and like locker room areas, where would they go? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there have been a few people who, uh, I guess last year, I think it was specifically like they were, they found it really hard to use it, um, because, because all the employees were using it, they would lock it after they would leave because they didn't want like random people going in. But then this one person was trying to use it and, um, they were their their stuff was locked in. <laughs> And they were like, I got to get to class. <laughs> this is not conducive to an educational environment. You know, like that kind of thing, which is what the campus cares about. So um, so that's part of it, which uh, you have. I think you have like Epley not being um, like uh, accommodating enough to thank for all of the gender neutral bathrooms on the rest of campus. Um, yeah, but uh, any other like even safe spaces that you guys know of on campus? I'm not familiar with the name of it, but I know there's the LGBT resource center on campus. Mm -hmm. That's like a very like non-pressuring like area for anyone to like go to in a safe Mm -hmm. place. I haven't been to it yet, but I've been told that it's very, very nice. Yeah. I'm so I'm pretty sure that one's in stamp. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's like along with like the equity center and um, MICA office, you know, all of those different things. Um, yeah, that's that's a pretty good example. Mm. Um, I definitely recommend any of our listeners who um, feel the need for a safe space. Uh, definitely check it out. Um, I'm pretty sure it's in on the second floor of Stamp. Um, and if you're unsure, you can go to Sork. Uh, to find out where it is specifically. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's that's a that's a pretty good one um, because they definitely help with like community building. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important when things like this happen, you know, like people get scared. They're like, oh, you know, I'm in college now and I'm I'm trying to find me a job later. Mm-hmm. But if they're like, oh, Josh, I'm expecting a boy show mm-hmm. up look female presenting they're like not quite right and like you know and then like what what happens there do i have any legal protections Mm -hmm. it's kind of unsure you know and that's kind of a thing that like it's nice to have a community of people who can be like yeah i feel that same fear and just at least to be able to talk about it Mm -hmm. um because that's something that helps a lot of people to to work out these things and then realize, you know, I do have rights. I can, you know, communicate with someone and make it so that I can find a job mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So 
that's cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot that on this campus, I think, that kind of is having having troubles. Like, I remember, I don't know if any of you remember, but um, there was that whole issue with, like, 30 Days Too Late uh, two years ago. Uh, I'm a senior now, so I've been here a long time. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they were basically protesting the counseling center um, for not having enough counselors on hand, right? And because there's so many different issues, like especially after 45 got into office, you know, there were so many different people, communities across the board who were really scared, um, right? And like the whole reason why this got all the way up to the Supreme Court is because of 45. Mm -hmm. um, and so when that happens, like the counseling center didn't have enough people on staff and like wait times were like, months later you know and so 30 days is about a, a month um and so the campaign was 30 days too late because something could happen in those 30 days and there wasn't someone that they had you know to talk to mm -hmm. um so in light of all of that it is very nice to have other communities yeah. that are you know a part that are that are waiting there um if you can't get to the counseling center or the help center or wherever um, in in a good amount of time. Yeah. All right. So let's get back to some music. Do you, any of you have any suggestions? <laughs> I'm going to do quick search. In uh, the month of June, Spotify did these... Uh, silly uh i mean not silly but like i guess i don't know they felt very pandery to me um uh different playlists that were all about pride and like different types of pride and um so there's uh latino pride and and uh alternative pride <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is funny. Oh, I guess that would be like King Princess, right? Mm -hmm. That that makes sense. Um, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so they have all these different playlists. And then I think they've been updating them ever so often. Um, so that, that's cool. But anyway, up next, we're going to listen to Cover Girl by RuPaul. Walk. Uh, uh. Walk. Now walk. And walk. 
on the runway oh. Another payday oh. Cover of magazine oh. And when they see me oh. They wanna be me oh. I am the fantasy Cover girl Put the bass in your walk Head to toe Let your whole body talk Cover girl Put the bass in your walk Head to toe Let your whole body talk Bump it, 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 bump it
So, after Cover Girl by RuPaul, that was I'm Coming Out by Diana Ross. Um, and then A Little Respect by Erasure. Um, got some, like, old, happy stuff, kind of trying to lighten the, the mood about our, you know, attacking everyone's rights, not just trans rights, but, like, everyone's rights. Um but yeah, I mean, this is this has been good. 
Uh, we are at 1.42 p.m. Um, right now outside. It is a little cloudy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do the weather also just <laughs> just for fun. You know, it's a little cloudy. kind of goes along with, like, the impending doom of our social rights. Uh, <laughs> and um, today uh, I'm going to give you your first hurry up and wait report. Um, so for those of you who um, maybe didn't tune in before or like don't know what this is, uh, basically I'm just going through uh, the past week or so of uh, Daily Digest reports that came out of Congress.gov and the congressional record that let us know what our congressional representatives are up to. So they have looked at a lot of stuff to do that has, and I'm breaking it down real simple, not going to give you any legalese jargon or whatever. Um, but basically, they've been looking at uh, some looking. We, must, we have to be very specific that they have been looking at some reports about security um, and uh, and then it, in a positive note, kind of, they've been looking at uh, some different reports that came out about uh, ecological communities um, that need to be protected across the United States, specifically in Arizona and New Mexico. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, because it means that there's someone somewhere doing some work that is trying to protect some places that uh, we want to keep alive for our future genera generations. Um, the stuff that I'm sure everyone has heard about in the news with the whole impeachment process, uh, oddly enough, has not been really looked at at all this week. Probably because it's not real. More on this next week when maybe there's an actual report that gets to the Senate or the House. Um, as we know, it's been House Democrats who have been trying to do this, but there aren't any um, actual reports that have been brought to the House floor or the Senate floor for review. Um, they've only been in private committee. Um, and that is the extent of this week's hurry up and wait report. Um, just uh, because this is the first time that we're going through this again, um, a note about, you know, like what hurry up and wait means is basically we always hear that the our congressional representatives are doing so much or that a whole lot is happening. You know, on the news, they're always like, oh, the... House this, the Senate that, Democrats this, Republicans that. You know, it sounds like they're doing a whole lot. But really, when you get down to what's happening on the actual floor and what's being actually voted on, there isn't a whole lot. So we're it's also a very long waiting game. Um, yeah. And so any of you uh, film buffs out there will understand that term from any movie set. Um, it's called the hurry up and wait. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so... To uh, move on, we're just going to play a couple of uh, good songs, and uh, at 2, you will have whatever the next show is. I um, think it's a girl who plays some nice music. So, yeah. 
Next up, we have Cheap Queen by King Princess. Fairly certain. Self too much. Smiling. I can be good sometimes. I'm a cheap queen. I can be what you like. And I can be bad sometimes. I'm a real queen. I can make grown men cry. I can be good sometimes. I'm a cheap queen. I can be what you like. And I can be bad sometimes. I'm a real queen. I can make grown men cry. to see my face how do they do it that's good love and it ain't no big baller when it's fake friends you're calling i can be good sometimes i'm a cheap queen i can be what you like and i can be bad sometimes i'm a real queen i can make a man cry i can be good sometimes i'm a cheap queen i can be what you like I've been sitting alone for hours Waiting for you to bring your ugliest parts to me I've been naming our thorns for hours Hoping you'll treat them as kindly as you treated me For hours, wondering if you like the challenge of grooming me. After I glamour you for hours, will you have the strength, the strength to extinguish me? Closer to me 
All right. So thank you so much for spending this last hour with us. Um, and I want to personally thank all of my trainees today because they've been so great. You know, we had some good, we had some good music that we listened to. And um, we had, they, we had some really great discussion, I think, um, about, you know, what's going on in the world. Um, and I would say that uh, just, you know, like, on a, on a positive note, like, what can you do if you feel like your rights are under attack? Um, the ACLU has this really great thing um, that they kind of started because of so many cases of, like, police brutality and everything, um, where you can actually send in, like, video clips of stuff that you see happen on the street, right? And so in that same manner, they have just a little form that you can, like, fill out and send to them and be like, hey, this thing happened to me. What can I do? Um, and so from there... Uh, they will send you back something, you know, it might take a while. They have a lot going on, um, but they can send you back like, you know, what you can do from there. Um, like if it's something that they feel uh, you were in the right, you were in the wrong, like what does the law really say? Like, how does it work right now? And is it something that needs to change? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and if you feel like it's something that needs to change, they can give you some resources, local resources that will help you out with that. Um, there's and so that's like in the real world, you know, and then here on campus, uh, we have lots of different um, groups and, and different communities and, and stuff that we actually talked about earlier uh, that you can definitely check out if you're feeling like uh, you've been discriminated against or if, uh, you know, you're on campus and you realize, hey, you know, I actually would like there to be a better bathroom or like, you know, more stalls. Right. Like I personally want there to be more gender neutral bathrooms everywhere like on every floor right like you were saying that they're not necessarily on every floor i want them to be on every floor I want them maybe don't just get rid of gendered bathrooms possibly and have like really nice stalls that just cover up everything so then people don't feel concerned about anything because generally that actually works really well you know you go into the bathroom and nothing's happening except for you using the bathroom in a in a very like you know the the ground is you can't even see someone's feet Right. And then you come out and wash your hands like who cares? You're washing your hands. Like, That's not a big deal. Right. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. Things that you want to see change, you can definitely uh, as we we're talking about the University Senate, there are um, representatives that are students um, that you can like send them an email. Their email is like posted on online, um, which for better or worse, you know, means that you have access to them. Um, and then. And that's that's one really great way to talk to people about things that you want changed. And then also the SGA is also really good for that. Um, so those are those are my my resources. Do you guys have any uh, resources that you wanted to add on? I didn't get to. I'm not sure. No. All right. Well, um, to end it, we're just going to sign off. Uh, you can say your names again and just any last tidbits of information that you might want to give. This has been Grace Goodman. <laughs> this has been uh, Dustin. <laughs> this has been Varna. And you've been listening to A Lot to Unpack. This is Josh the Fluid. Have a great day. <laughs>